Hello and welcome to the Program Your Life podcast. Come with me on a journey of self-exploration, overcoming obstacles, and learning to believe in yourself. I'm your host, Joe Parker. Join me and my beautiful wife, Kimberly, as we explore what it takes to achieve our dreams. Overcome our fears and doubts and have some fun along the way. It's sure to be a roller coaster ride, and we are happy to share it with you. Now stay tuned for an exciting episode of the Program Your Life podcast. Welcome. Today we're going to talk about living with young adult children. Yay! <laughs> we have some. How about you? We have an 18-year-old and a 20-year-old that uh, live at home, and they go to school and work, and it's a different dynamic. Absolutely it is. It's a real transition to go from having minors to having adult children, and with their own lives and their own schedules, uh, managing that at home, you know, all living together. So there are four of us, mom and dad, and two sons, 18 and 20. And so it's interesting, you know, you, you and I have talked about parenting over the years and how we have to shift as our kids grow and their needs change and our parenting needs to change and the way we connect and relate and uh, it's interesting. It's, I remember when they were younger, it seemed like just when I felt like I found something that was working in, in the dynamic then they would grow to another developmental stage, and I was called to change how I would relate and connect, you know, to mitigate that change, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. And now when they're older, we are facing changing again. Uh, it's not as directive now. It's more of a coaching type of environment. You know. Except that they don't oftentimes want any kind of coaching. <laughs> well, you have to pick your moments, that's <laughs> yeah. for sure. Um, I, I will say, I, I really am grateful for the relationship we have with our sons. Our sons are really sweet. They're just great, great young men. I appreciate the communication that we have. Mm -hmm. That the dynamic we have in our family is one we've always sought for a peaceful, respectful, caring communication. And I am a pacifist at heart. You know, my role in my family growing up was the peacemaker. And I, that's always been real important to me, that, that when, we, when we speak and talk, we take turns listening, and that we live in the solution. And although we do have a son that sometimes wants to bring us back to the problem, which is just a diversion, really. To get to the solution, <laughs> which I think I've always told him he'd make a great lawyer because he likes to argue, and uh -huh. I, I don't like to argue. It never gets me anywhere. It's a waste of time and energy. Um, so I I am really grateful for the communication we have, and when we do need to sit down and and find some solutions to our problems, we we've always been able to do pretty well with that. So one of the problems lately has been keeping the house clean. And it used to be, when they were younger, uh, it was a different dynamic. We didn't have four schedules going in different directions, and we just picked one day, Saturday, was our chore day, and everybody would pitch in and do different chores inside and outside, and the house would get done. And as they've gotten older and living at home, 
with lots of different schedules. Uh, we don't have meals every night like we used to. We do have some meals, but the schedules are different and, and the cleaning's not getting done. <laughs> <laughs> so consequently, I've had a messy house for a couple of years and since I, I'm not one to really argue and I've just sort of, I've let a lot go. And then what I've noticed is that it's really getting to me and I'm really tired of it. And I'm finding that I don't want to invite friends over. I don't want to entertain. I'm embarrassed with the mess. And, but on the other hand, I refuse to do their work, to do their chores. That's their job. However, it doesn't get done every week. You know, it seems to be the last priority. Everything else is more important. And it's getting really old. You know, sometimes I don't even want to come home because the house is messy. And, you know, this is my home. This is my sanctuary. I want to, I have, I want to have a clean home again. Well, I'm sure you're not the only person that is struggling with motivating their adult children to help out around the home <laughs> or to be better at time management or figure out what they want to do with their lives because there's a lot of that going on. I mean, the, the good news is, is that they still want to live at home. They still yeah. like it here. Not that we want them gone or anything. I mean, we, you know, we still enjoy having them around. We yes. still have fun. There's... They're going to college, so it makes sense for them to be here, saves them money and all that. It's just it's finding that balance so that they can kind of come and go a little bit as they please and, and learn to be adults, and then we can still get all of our needs met. So part of it is time management for them. They have things that you know, have to be done at a particular time. They have a job they've got to go to. They'll have a class they have to go to. They'll have an exam they have to study for. And those things are all time-bound, and the, the work around the house is very flexible. So what's happening is it's all getting shifted off to the, the end, you know, the lowest priority, and then it doesn't get, doesn't get done. So that's one of the, the struggles we're having is that we have to figure out a way to make it a priority set of time. And we've done that. We've worked out schedules with them. Uh, you do it on a Saturday, and the other one wants to do it on a Monday. And it doesn't get well, and, done. And, well, and, and, and what will happen is, is their schedule will shift, right? We'll go from one semester to another, and they'll have a class on that day. Mm. Or their work schedule will shift. Something will happen, and then, of course, it all gets bumped off. You know, I just thought of something. I have mentioned this to them in the past as a solution. I recommended that they pitch in some money to get a housekeeper, someone to come and clean once a week. Mm -hmm. um, because they earn money, and they live here rent and, you know, room and board is free. We don't charge them. Well, not a, well some parents will charge for I that. know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I have recommended that, and that was, no, no, they did not want to do that. They did not want to part with their money. They were going to do their jobs. However, mm -hmm. I'm kind of wondering, maybe that's the next reasonable, fair solution. It's just to say... Because honestly, we, we really don't ask them to do a lot around the house. Maybe two hours a week of just keeping things up and picking up after themselves and dishes. And they do their own laundry. They have ever since high school. However, it just isn't a priority. Well, I think for our oldest, he's making enough money where that would he could afford it. Our younger one doesn't really have a steady job. He kind of works on weekends. So, but he he's sure also he out of the two he's the one that tends to get his jobs done too. So 
Yes. He seems to understand that he's got it easy living at home and... <laughs> well, true, but I mean, I don't think it would work if, unless we had them both pitching in. So yeah. I don't think we could say for one of them, you pitch in for a housekeeper and the other one get your jobs done. We won't have enough money for a housekeeper. <laughs> what other challenges do we have living with adult children? That really seems to be the only one that bothers me. I Well, I, you know, I think that... You know, we want them to make good choices and be moving forward in their lives and not just kind of spinning their wheels. You know, once you get out of high school, for some kids, it can be difficult. I remember when I got out of high school and went to college, it was kind of a stressful time period in my life. And, and there was a lot of unknowns, not knowing what I wanted to do. I mean, I decided to go to college because I didn't know what else to do. Well, that's what I did. I, I also got a scholarship. It made it easier. And you were going to the university that I got a scholarship to, and that made it even more appealing. You and I had a different kind of financial backup or support, if you will. I, I was raised by a single mom, a teacher, who had three daughters and no support. So, you know, I knew in high school that I was not going to be supported after high school it was my job to support myself I knew that mm -hmm. and that's what I did so when I left home at 18 and I had a scholarship and I you know that helped and I had a Pell Grant that helped and I had a job and I supported myself from the time I was 18 and you had a different story well I'm, the first semester I was living at home and you know, I think my, my folks helped me out with the cost of tuition and then I didn't do so well living at home, so I had to leave to, so I could learn how to study. So then I moved and I went to a different school and lived on my own for about a year and a half. And, and I learned how to study, but I, I wasn't very successful at getting a job and, and I wasn't having a lot of fun. So I moved back, but then I, I moved out on my own, but it was local. You know, it was in the same town as my folks, and that seemed to work pretty well. You know, and I also set myself up so that I could pay for my schooling. I got a Pell Grant like you did. And and I think back then, back in the uh, the eighties, Pell Grants were available and, and it was something that everybody could get. And I don't think that's true anymore. I think that a lot of that financial assistance has dried up. So it's very difficult now to put yourself through school because the, the, you just don't have that financial aid and the cost of school has gone up so much. So you know, I think it's probably more important for parents to support their kids through college than it has ever been in the past. Well, we've seen that. We we don't see kids leaving home. Oftentimes, kids are still home in their 20s. Right. Living at home. And it's true. So, I mean, I guess that's the good thing we're doing. We're supporting our kids. They're here. They're able to go to school. They're being fairly successful at it. They've both been able to get jobs, get a car, so they've got independence, that feels good for them. I, I think that's building up their self-esteem. There's still some conflicts, though. There's still some areas, some choices that they make that we don't approve of. Some of their friends that maybe are not the best influence on them, especially when they're trying to study and their friends want them to go and often do stuff. That's, well, that's always a that's, tough one. That's just part of growing up. That's just part of learning how to say no and learning you know, what your priorities are what's mm -hmm. important to you, and it's growing up. It's growing up. I, 
because of the age that our boys are, I'm often reminded of what I was at that age. I haven't thought about that for years. <laughs> well, I mean, I, okay, I, so what were you at, at that age? Well, well, what, what I was was self-supporting. Yeah, so was I, by the time I was 20. Um, so I didn't have any conflicts at home, like do the dishes, mow the lawn, or or anything like that, because I was living on my own. First, I lived in the dorms for a year, and then I lived in a house with a couple of other girls, and we all had to pick up after ourselves, and we had jobs that we divided up, cleaning the bathroom and whatnot. And then you and I moved in together, mm-hmm. and we divided up chores, and, and but I didn't have to answer to parents. From the right. time I was 18 and left the home, I I didn't have the answer to parents. So it's different for them. Mm-hmm. They're at the same age I was answering somewhat to us. I mean, they kind of come and go and set their own schedule for the most part. However, we do have some expectations of them. Right, and they're not huge expectations, right? They're helping out with the dishes, helping out with keeping the house clean, cutting the grass, trimming the shrubs, that kind of thing to help... House looks good, but that's every couple of weeks. It's not a lot of time. It seems like it's a lot more of a struggle than it should be getting them to help out. But I do remember that I didn't enjoy it either. My father used to leave me lists of stuff he wanted me to do. So I'd come home and I would go through the list and, and things like that. And then even, you know, the funny thing is even after I moved out... I would be on my own, and I would come home, and my father would have a list I remember, of stuff. I, I remember, even after we were married, I remember after we were married, and we'd go home to visit, mm-hmm. and he would have lists of do this, do that, do this, and sometimes I would say, uh, let's say someplace else, because this is our <laughs> vacation, we're taking time off from work, and you know, let's stay uh, with a friend instead, because you know, if we go to your dad's, he's going to have a bunch of work for us to do. <laughs> but then it also was, we kind of wanted to help too. We get to the age where you do want to help out your parents. Yeah. Well, I, eventually I stopped doing the work on the list. <laughs> <laughs> But then he, again, he, he stopped expecting it, too. Oh, he, was like, All right. yeah, oh he stopped leaving them for yeah, you. Yeah, he did. I, oh. You know, after I uh, basically... Well, you know, he must have thought, gosh, if I want my adult children to come visit, maybe <laughs> I ought not ask them to do work when they're here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, it is nice to have them around. I mean, I bought the new car, and I needed a, a, a tow hitch, right? So I had to crawl under the car and take this big, heavy piece of iron and screw it in there and... And our oldest, he's good with his hands, and you know he took the time to get in there and yeah, crawl underneath the you. car and help me do it. I, I, yeah. I, you know, I love that. I love working with him on projects and, and things like that. And I like taking him out and going motorcycling and other things. So, you know, I enjoy having them around. You know, it's it's fun to have them here, adult kids because they're very capable and we, you know, they can do stuff that I like to do. It is it is nice and really for the first time in our married life as parents because we were married for four years before we had our first child we have time to ourselves now mm-hmm. it's like we can go wherever we want to go and do whatever we want to do and there's no responsibility that we have to shuffle the kids here and there or go to cub scout meetings or or soccer games or <laughs> all That's the true. ways that we supported our kids and and took care of our kids when they were younger we just have all this freedom to... True. We don't even have to make dinner for them. They can fend for themselves. They, they can. I mean, we do. <laughs> you know, half the time we make dinner, but mm-hmm. sometimes we'll go out. 
Right. Well, we'll figure out if they're coming home and all. And if they are, then we'll make dinner or make plans. If they're not, heck, you and I will go out to dinner. Uh, you know, we've got the night for us, to ourselves. It's great. Actually, we're looking forward to having the house more to ourselves mm. at some point, but not as enough to the point we want to kick them out. It's just that, you know, we see that, <laughs> you know, we're still having fun together, and, and it'll be great to have one last thing to worry about when the time comes. Mm. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think having adult children is, is always a struggle from time to time and i think that there are some blessings in it and there are also some some things that you need to work on and get clear expectations and set the priorities so that they will live up to their expectations and it's not it really boils down to your communication and that we have mm-hmm. we have fostered that over the years but that's what i started the conversation with is that how grateful i am for that honest open respectful supportive communication of, of what our needs are and listening to mm-hmm. what our different needs are and then adju- making adjustments based on those needs so that we can all make our needs meet our needs mm-hmm. then you have the communication then you can solve any problem and acting in love and, and being re- like you said respectful we you know we have to actually kind of treat them more as friends versus siblings you know not well, quite know as much friends but, but sort of contemporaries, uh, adults, they're adults, you know, they're not children and Mm -hmm. we can't treat them that way. More than roommates. (laughs) (laughs) They're kids and we love them. We really love them and all parents want the best for their children. So maybe you have some adult children in your house and you're struggling with something with, for them. And if you do, Drop us a note and let us know what you're struggling with. We'd yeah, what's your solution? You. Yeah, we'd love to. We're get all some in this ideas. together. It takes a village, doesn't it? Right. And if you have some great ideas, we'd love to sh- share them with the rest of our audience. So this is Joe and Kimberly signing off, and thank you for listening to the Program Your Life podcast. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We were so happy to be able to share this episode of the Program Your Life podcast with you. Make sure to check us out at programyourlife.org. You can always find our podcasts there. We're also going to have the podcasts on iTunes, in the iTunes store under podcasts, and then there'll be some on our YouTube channel. So look for us online, and we will talk to you again very, very soon. Thank you so much to the Program Your Life podcast. Until next time, this is Joe Parker signing off. Bye-bye.